Welcome back. It's the guys with the faces for radio and the voices for a silent movie. This is Sports and More with Chris and Tom. I am Chris. And I have a migraine. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's also what I didn't tell you before we got started here, man. I am Tom, by the way, in case you couldn't yeah. figure out that this is Sports and More with Chris and Tom. He's Chris. I'm Tom. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I got a migraine brewing here, man. So that was also like, I, I, I told Chris, I need, a, I need another 15 minutes before we get started to get things settled in the house and also like make my head not hurt so much too <laughs> but in the process of doing that like reading up on tonight's topic made my brain hurt so like, it's just <laughs> I, you know take it, it it was it was left pocket right pocket at that point or what do they say taking from peter to pay paul that's yeah. what it was <laughs> it was I like, like i was too. giving myself time to settle my my mind and then i look at our topic and i'm just like yeah, and that's gone. So, <laughs> but uh, before we get into some of our usual uh, topics, so we are going to be giving you MLB division standings update. And then the majority of this episode, we are going to be talking about a 2023 NFL season preview with a little treat at the end that you always enjoy. Uh, before we get started on that, I, I, I heard something today and I had to share this story with you um, because it's 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 funny but it's also something that like i could see you or i thinking this way and having this sign at our house uh, so okay. um i was listening to the vortex nation podcast which is uh if you're an outdoorsman great podcast to listen to um vortex is a um they they do like uh shooting scopes and uh, binoculars and um, spotting scopes that they, they have all, all sorts of glass basically um, that they, that they sell. Um, but these guys talk a lot about outdoors topics and um, they didn't, they weren't even talking about that, but the, the kind of catching up from their past couple of weeks as we often do when we're getting into our, our show here. Yeah. Um, one of the guys said, yeah, the reason I haven't been on is past couple, of weeks i was traveling out east and um, we were out in massachusetts and um they're visiting historical sites things like that so um but then he said that he saw a common sign in residential areas that got him thinking about um so back here like in the midwest uh and, and probably even in in your area in your neighborhood chris you might see a sign like um slow children at play or slow residential area yep. or or um slow congestion ahead or so something like that right like you might see that just that, that yellow diamond sign that, that basically indicates there's people in the area yep. slow down uh-huh. um you've reached a town so we, slow down <laughs> it, exactly yeah and, and typically you see that in like neighborhoods like basically like not main drags but like side streets things like that so he said somehow they, they ended up driving through a neighborhood. They were just, you know, um, trying to find where they were going next. But they would also see this along main drags, too. They would see where you would normally see a slow children at play or residential area sign. He would see thickly settled, slow, thickly settled. <laughs> and I'm just thinking that is the most, like, colonial way yep. to say... <laughs> And think think about people. it like Massachusetts. This like this is the that's the most colonial way, like old timey, uh, old ye oldy way of of saying uh, slow. There's people here. Yeah. Slow down. There's people here. Like, slow down. <laughs> like, slow down. People and, here. Slow down. And I was thinking about that, like if you or I were making a sign, like specifically you, because I know you 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 love like that kind of language of yeah. just like being something different yes and and using that like if you were the one in charge of like what side are we going to put down this side street in springfield massachusetts wherever he was um yeah slow thing, thing we you're, you're gonna you're, you're gonna say what could we say that's different like the midwest has slow children at play residential area no 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 that's too commonplace, too commonplace. How, well there's a lot of people around here <laughs> you know what we were we were settlers <laughs> this place is pretty thickly settled 
Yeah. So um, that has nothing to do with the rest of this day. But I can tell you that speaking of being out east, we're going to talk about the AL East, which has Boston in it. So there's my connection. There's my segue because the AL East is uh, thickly settled. Yes, I'm it, just, I don't know. I'm just, it I'm kind of to, is, really. It kind I, of it is. Kind of is. I'm, <laughs> it kind of no one's going anywhere. I don't know, man. I'm trying to make that one work. In my mind, as as usual, in my mind, that segue went better. Eh, at least it wasn't an attempted segue. It wasn't a wall like, I'm talking about this. Now I'm going to talk to this with no segue in between. So at least you attempted the segue, which I can respect. Not the, there is no segue. That, that, that's true. I'll have to tell you something when we're, when we're done tonight too, but I, uh, more and more, I think I'm becoming wall Oh no. Um, I started playing farm sim, farm simulator. <laughs> At home. <All> right. <laughs> Just for fun. We need an intervention. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have an intervention after the podcast. We might stream that for you guys just for the benefit of society. So we can see Tom's intervention. But let's get the analogy. Before my mind just breaks anymore. Uh, Be red right now, man. The, the Orioles are still in first place in the AL West. They have a two and a half game lead over the Rays. And that's pretty much the division race right now because the Blue Jays are done at this point in the division race with a, with a month to go. The AL Central, it's the Twins and the Twins and the Twins. They're the only team that exists in the division that can actually play baseball. In the AL West, the Mariners, which I would like to say I did predict to win the division, have finally roared back into first place. Like I said last week, I felt terrible at that pick. Now I feel great about that pick because they went from fourth to first throughout the season. So great job by the Mariners. And the Rangers are playing just bad baseball right now with a whole bunch of injuries. Uh, and then there's the ace. Uh, the NL East, uh, the Braves are really good at baseball. <laughs> that, that's all you guys say about that. And the net, the Mets spent a billion dollars to suck worse than the Nationals. In the NL Central, the Brewers and Cubs are duking out tonight. And they actually see started yesterday with the Brewers, unfortunately, being the Cubs. Cubs need to get this win to keep to split the, to give them a chance to win the series to keep pace with the Brewers. And then the Reds are still trying to. Cl- Keeping the race, and that's the NL Central and the NL West. The Dodgers are the Dodgers, and that's that. They they say we are the Dodgers. Screw off everyone else, and they're up, uh, I think, 10, 11 games on the Diamondbacks, and that division has um, gone from tight to it's a Dodgers division and a runaway. And you know, Tom, at the end of the season in baseball, the three R's and the three P's of baseball come into play. A lot. So this is when you have, if you know the three R's, the three R's are um, recuperation and, oh, come on. I had this. Oh, the my Rockies, God. the Reds, and the Pirates? No, is no, that the, no. The, the, three, the three R's. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I forgot the three R's from Daniel Brickman. Oh, my this is This is like, this oh. is like the, when we did that um, breakdown of the Alec Baldwin thing, and I forgot the four fundamentals of firearms. I have to, you, you forgot your... <laughs> How did I forget the three R's? My goodness. Hang on. My God. Got it. I found it. The you three R's. It? Okay. The readiness, recuperation, and conditioning. Are the th- <laughs> yes. The, th- the three R's from Rookie of the Year. If you know, know that movie, yes, that's Daniel Brickman. And then the three P's are from Wolf of Baseball. This one I know all the top of my head. They are pride, proof, and pudding. Those are the three P's and the three R's that get you through the baseball season. Hey Morgan. <laughs> she says hi. Yeah, so the three R's and three P's are vital this year. Yes, readiness, recuperation, conditioning, and pride, proof, and pudding get you through the year at this time of the of the MLB season. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. this episode is falling apart. But I love it. Sorry, yeah. it's man- mainly like. Things happening from my Absolutely. side. Oh gosh, I was I was about to look up the three R's for you. I texted to my brothers too because my brother, uh, uh, my brother Matt, got engaged this past weekend to his mom's hey. girlfriend, and my brother Eric, of course, asked what 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 were the forces of the engagement. And my brother Matt goes, "What do I look like a chick to you? I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> The, what did he say? The four season of, of the engagement. I'm like, I, Matt's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not a chick. And then, but he goes, I do know if I need the dodgeball. And I said, do you know the three three hours of baseball? <laughs> three hours of baseball. 
So we know that we just don't know what the heck the four C's of, engage, of the engagement are. So we just said that. no. It's the four C's of an engagement ring: cut, color, clarity, and carrot weight. Yeah, we don't know that. Why are looking like a chick to you? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you? Think? Like like a chick to you? All right, that's all I can. I'm I'm googling this right now. I don't see it. four C's of engagement. It's, uh, it's engagement all about, ring. It's all that, about that, the that, ring. That's what my brother Eric meant. But Matt's like, oh, what? four C's of engagement. Yeah. I don't know. And, and just, Eric's and Matt, Matt goes, that's why good. sound like? Well, am I a woman? To you? Well, am I a woman? I don't know this. That's funny. I can see your brother saying that too. This is how we I can re- see both of your brothers coming back with like. This is how we. This is how we yeah. respond to things in my family. If we something sounds weird, like what are we looking at? It's like we'll say something just like what are we? Sound, so all right, what's going on here? Matt. Yeah. Fourth, Which one? He is he lo- He's the second youngest. He's in the military. He's in station in Manhattan. We, we had we had him on for um, Die Hard, right? No, that's Eric. That was Eric. That's the one who thinks it's not a Christmas movie because it's because it's Eric. All right. Oh, did, did Matt came to uh, visit us when we had the volleyball tournament? Yes, he played volleyball okay. with us. He played with well with you because I was running it. That oh, year. that's right. Yeah, that's the year you're running. Yes. Right. Okay, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, Matt and Eric look a lot like outside of Eric has glasses. <laughs> That's right. And now All Matt's right. military, so now he's swole. So I was like, the differences are less pronounced than they used to be. Trust me. Right. They used right. to be look like, I, oh. <laughs> oh boy. I think the last time that I've, the, the only brother that I've seen recently is, which one's living with you? Alex. 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 Okay. And he looks at <laughs> like, your brother's names. Yeah. And all right, Ian was the first one that I met. Yes. Because that was when I came to stay with you yep. after the Bears game. Yep. Not the Bears game. Cubs game. Yeah, Lee, Cubs game. Yeah, yeah. It was August. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've lost it. <laughs> and we've lost uh, like a my, tr- my train, my, my, my train is on the wrong floor of uh, the elevator. <laughs> so, right. so we got um, to the NFL. Let's get to the NFL pre- uh, preview. Because, as y'all know, the preseason has ended as of today because we had cut days today for the NFL. So all teams had to go from 90 to 53. I know back in the day, it used to be cut, like, month. They used to cut, like, a few players at a time. Now as everyone gets cut on one day, which is just Oof. ridiculous. And now the waiver wire period begins, which means te- teams are still getting players and cutting players up until 11 o'clock Central Standard Time tomorrow. August 30th. So we won't know the final 53 until the end of tomorrow, but we do need to talk about the NFL uh, predictions for the years. We've done every year. This is our fourth year doing this. So Tom, let's start with the AFC North and who you got out of the North. I have that one team from that one place. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Um, Do they they wear orange or brown with stripes? (laughs) They they play football. Um, oh, good, good. good. <laughs> so, I've actually gone back and forth a bit thinking about either the Bengals or the Ravens. Yep. And here's why it's not as clear to me as maybe it has been in the past or should have been. Um, so, the Ravens' success really it comes down to Lamar Jackson being healthy. And whether their new offensive uh, coordinator, mm-hmm. uh, Todd Monken, offense will kind of streamline. But I don't have to do that much thinking for the Bengals. <laughs> because uh, the Bengals, just things look more naturally at a higher level. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow. Don't have to say anything there. No. Um, they added Orlando Brown Jr. on uh, at left tackle for the O line. Yep. So I, I and and they've got so much uh, talent, like at, at wide receiver especially, but then um, really just all sorts of positional talent offensively. So I'm gonna go with the Bengals, but it was close. I, I hear I I went the Bengals too. It wasn't as close for me as it was for you, but I did think about the Ravens because again, if Lamar Jackson is healthy, the team does do well. 
the question I had was the offense. Like, they're going to throw the ball more. Um, Lamar is a running quarterback, guys. Throwing the football is not his strength. I don't think this is a good idea. So, that was my hang up. Like, I don't know if this is going to work out. Yeah. And the Bengals kept everyone their OC, their DC. Right. Like, they, they, they shuffle out players, of course, that happens every year. But you're like, the coaches have so intact. You're like, all right. I like this team just because it's it's the it's the Bengals. I know Burrow's hurt; he hasn't played all preseason, but it's the preseason. Does that really matter? It really doesn't. Everyone, everyone who covers the NFL is like, yeah, we don't need the preseason anymore. We're done with this nonsense. No one plays. It's all the scrubs. It's only going to get cut. This 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 is useless right now. What was um so Mike Tomlin said something um recently that uh, about the preseason. And I can't remember what it was, but it was about playing starters. And, and it was something along the lines of you wouldn't um, you wouldn't buy a car without test driving it yeah. on the road first. Something along that something along those lines. Where basically um, he plays starters in the preseason because he wants to know what he's getting into for that season. Which I get. The the preseason But the Steelers are gonna be probably middle of the pack again this for the the division again so well i don't know what that tells you about his strategy but i mean i respect his thought process at the same time you don't want to overdo it because then you might have something that's borderline like a joe burrow calf injury get strained further right uh thomas quote was i just think it's difficult to box without sparring the preseason that's what it was opportunity for us to spar and sharpen a sword before battle like i i mean i get it i i like it yes all right and and yeah thank you for finding thank you for finding that because i just thought of that i like i i scrolled across it um on social media a couple of days ago or yesterday and then just went over my head because I'm just like, well, I'm not going to talk about the Steelers tomorrow. And then I talked about the Steelers. So, um, <laughs> there you go. but I, I respect it. I, I just don't think that, you know, their sparring is necessarily their problem. No, it's a lack of offensive uh, coordination. Their coordinator did not do a great job last year until he figured out, hang on, we actually need to run more than six plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out. yeah, that's an XFL problem right there, guys. <laughs> okay, no that's that's like you know when you when it's working in Madden oh. and you just play that run the same play over and over again, except it wasn't working. Five so. yard I run to Tory Smith and one of the man's was was, Every was broken time. was a broken Every plan. time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. So next division. What do you want to go with? Hey, north, south, east, west is how I have it lined up. New car- your cardinal directions on the compass. I have a, I have a different tab open on my computer, so I'm not even looking gotcha, at the, gotcha, gotcha. So the outline right now. So no, I'm, I'm going to let you drive this, okay, bus, so because otherwise I'll take us off a cliff. All right, so the AFC South is next up. Last year, the Jaguars surprised everyone to win the division, which they won be- simply because Doug Pearson was the head coach and he was not Urban Meyer. That was the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had a head coach, and he was Urban Meyer. So that that is what helps. And so Tom, so since you took the AFC North, I'll take the AFC South. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna shock you a little bit. I don't have the Jaguars winning that division. Really? I okay. The, I have the Titans winning the, win the division. Titans. Because the, the South, you, the South goes up and down. There's a new team every year, and the Jaguars. Might make the playoffs still, but the Titans might take the division because of the easier schedule. They still have Mike Rabel, head coach. Yeah, I know it's Tannehill, the quarterback, but still, the Titans are a well-coached team. They might surprise you. I I had the same thought, too. Um, and, the, you know, the addition of DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Um, again, good, solid hands, fantastic player. Fantastic hands. Um, so... But aging quarterback, Derrick Henry, going to be 30 this year. That's yeah. ancient in the world of running backs. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, man. that you're, you're, you're 30. I'm, you're 30, and I'm three months away from turning 30. Oh, my man. back I mean, hurts already. You, <laughs> I can't mow what? the yard with my back hurting. <laughs> you can't mow the yard without your back hurting? Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't I can... sleep. I can't sleep without my back hurting. Uh, if someone, if some mattress company wants to sponsor us, we're open to that. I, I gave um, myself a headache on this weekend because I, I just kept mowing the yard even when my back hurt. So I, I gave myself a headache because my back hurt so bad. 
Because <laughs> my, uh, my back is aching and my shoes are too tight and my hips are shaking from the left and to the right. Um, about what happened. That's about what was happening. About, but, but when I shake the hips, uh, I break the hips. Um, so <laughs> anyway, I just added that. Um, so I'm going to go with you on this one. I think just because, um, like you said, Jacksonville, maybe a little bit more uh, volatility, um, young defense. Young team in general. They're, 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 they're capable of being number one. Yeah. But – I was I was with you kind of seeing what the potential is for Tennessee. Yes, Derrick Henry is is aging. Yes, uh Tannehill getting older. But they are you know what to expect with them. Derrick Henry still I'd say on the 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 top um tier of running backs in the league right now um personally is my, my opinion oh yeah uh, and, and Tannehill serviceable yep. um DeAndre Hopkins will make him look grand so <laughs> yep. I, I think having those pieces and yes I'm talking about three guys and Mike Vrabel um but I think to me that comes together better than just kind of the up and down we've consistently seen out of Jacksonville more so than consistent upward trajectory for them. Yep. The one, the one great year, the next year is going to go right back down to being the Jaguars. So it is right. And, and either of these teams, honestly, if they're, they're trying to keep up with you know, others in the AFC, oh, no chance. They're, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be done early. They're going to be done. Early. But, <laughs> but it, Jacksonville and Tennessee can beat each other up. And, I think they're they're not exactly going to be clawing their way to the top when they you know these old teams they might be um, you know hover rounding their way up to the top but they'll get there I think that, that Tennessee will be there and yes a hover round is a type of motorized scooter yes it is yes it is so going for the south to probably the the best division in the AFC, the AFC East which is loaded with talent and it's going to be the debate of who wins the division tom who do you got coming out of the east well uh, scrolling up to my ah lost <laughs> my note lost my note what is going on here sorry sorry oh my gosh um like my page went blank. Oh, so, I, all right, I, there we go. Um, it, it's an it's an alliteration. My my answer is an alliteration. All right. The Buffalo Bills. All right, all right. Yep. So that's why I was thinking. I'm, I'm not like there's. <laughs> they are they are the Bills, and then there's the the GD Jets, the um, Miami Dolphins, and then. Um, the Patriots, who are down to one quarter. Yeah, I, I saw that because they said, Time they, they, out. They, Time they, out. Both of, them, they both of their backup quarterbacks. Like, are they going to sign PJ uh, Walker? PJ Walker from the, from the Bears? Like, is that their move? They, they saw that he was in the market. Like, ooh, you know what? We can get him for some cheap toilet paper. Let's. Uh, I, What's the what's the the thought process there? Like, yeah, they have to have people cut, and so they're just gonna start in the quarterback's room. Like, Bill Belichick lost so, his dang mind. <laughs> along with his sleeves, his mind is gone. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Understand what's going there, but uh, they're gonna be at the bottom. So there's the Bills, and then there's fifty feet of crap. Then there's the Jets, the Dolphins. And then the Patriots. So no, I'm just kidding. But I just watched that. Moneyball. I I just watched Moneyball last week, so gotcha. I thought of that. Um, but honestly, like you, you compare the Bills to yes, the Jets have that bad man Aaron Rodgers, yes. but they're still the Jets. They have not had a winning season since 2015, and they have a 39 year old quarterback. So no, 
it's not exactly going to be a complete 180 for the Jets organization this year. Yeah, so I thought about the Jets, but it's the same logic I've used against the Rams and the Bucks when they got their new quarterback. I said they'll probably be good once the playoffs start, but they're going to start too slow to win the division. So that's why I'm going with the Bills because the team's intact. It's still going to be the same team. The Jets are going to be are going to be a good team. It's just that the Bills are the same team they've had. So it's just continuing on, continuing on, which is their advantage outside losing Leslie Frazier because Sean McDermott. Had apparently had enough of Leslie Frazier's defensive uh, defensive uh, play calling, so that is going to be the change, and it, it could hurt them. It may not. We'll find out. But yeah, I agree. The Bills all the way. All right, AFC West. Tom, do we need to even think about this, or do we just need to just say it right now and be done with it, and say it's the Chiefs and we're done? <laughs> no need to talk about the uh, let's just say right now and be done with it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Chiefs. It's, it's and we're done. <laughs> Questions? There, there's nothing to talk about. Like it's it's <laughs> questions. Bueller, Bueller, nothing. There's yeah. yeah it's it's, it's the, Casey. It's the Patriots of of, of of what we grew up with. It's like that's what it feels like. It's, it's the Chiefs, and that it's the Chiefs. Like when, you're when, you're exactly right. Like this is the the Patriots of the early two thousands and and twenty that were just. <laughs> And 2010s that were just absolutely dominant. Yeah. That's what the Chiefs are right now. Um, golly, did you see that meme of um, what Jerry Jones thought he saw? And it was a picture of Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> but then it was like the, the old person t- uh, moving their glasses. Um, but it was like a bl- blurry picture of Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> and then uh, old person moving their glasses, and then it was Trey Lance. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> but, <laughs> Trey Lance I, can't throw Trey to Lance, his left. <laughs> Dang it. Trey Lance looks like the guy who would play Patrick Mahomes in a movie about Andy Reid. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> in a, sorry, in a low-budget film yep. about Andy Reid. Yep. <laughs> I mean, um, nice kid, but dang, he can't throw the ball to his left. I yelled that when we when I did a draft, and I was like, "He can't throw left." Why are we talking about being a right. pick? He You're can't right. throw left. You're right. Yep. Uh, all right. So we've gone over the divisions: Bengals in the north, Titans in the south, East is the Bills, West is the Chiefs. Which agree on everything, which is a first, but it's kind of one of those things where like it there's not much else that makes sense. So now let's get to the wild card teams, where I'm sure we'll have disagreements on this. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to take the wild card teams first? Oh, go first. All right. So. Obviously, that my one of my Walker teams coming out of the AFC East is going to be the J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Well, because they're the, the Jets have a lot of talent. Aaron Rodgers is not washed up. I know Green Bay missed the playoffs with them, but that team had that team had a lot of issues besides Aaron Rodgers. So. I'm not saying he's washed out. I'm just saying that the Jets won't beat the Bills for the division, but they will still be a 10-win team and in the playoffs. Uh, the Ravens I have as another wildcard team. Again, they're not going to be the Bengals in my estimation, but they are, will be a wildcard team. That leaves one spot left. And I got to tell you, Tom, I had a hard, heck of a time picking this one. I decided to go against my better judgment because I the rule of thumb is there's three teams in each conference that weren't playoff teams that are playoff teams. So far, I've got the Titans and the Jets as two of those teams. The third is going to be the Steelers. I have the Chargers really? in the playoffs. Yes. I don't trust Kelly oh. Moore as a play caller. And Brand, and I just want to see Brandon Staley get fired. I'm tired of his nonsense as a head coach. I'm just tired of it. For Justin Herbert, I'm tired of it. I just want him to, get, to lose so they can get a better head coach who doesn't do dumb stuff like fourth and five from their own 20 yard line in a winner go home game. I'm tired of the bull stick. I'm sorry. I'm tired of it. Give me someone who knows football. All right. Well, uh, you know what? I, my first two teams are the same first two teams that you mentioned. My first two are going to be the jets and the, the Ravens uh, simply being that they are, Two best in those, two second best in those divisions. Outside of the, yes, they are. Uh, I am going to take the Chargers though, as much as I would love to, you know, see that not happen. You know, I, I'm I'm good with the um, the Steelers, but 
I mean, I, I would love to see that. Here, let me see that. I would love to see that sparring method come to yeah. <laughs> come to play out. Oh, yeah. That would actually work. But I, I just see that that the Chargers have a lot of young talent still that has a lot of potential. So despite their uh, coaching, their oversight, if you will, I think they can put the fact that they are the Chargers. I think they can take over DG Chargers, not DG, the Dollar General Chargers, not the Dollar, um, the the Jets nickname just um, because they, they have, and as Bleacher Report put it, they have a habit of snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. That, yeah. <laughs> but, That's a quote from a lot of guys back in the day. Yes. Um, so, but Justin Herbert is very, very talented. Mm-hmm. Offense has a lot going for it. Offensive line especially, I think, is is very formidable. Yep. So the, the part in question for me is the defense, but I think – um, that they can they can put that together, in my opinion, better than the, the Steelers. So, yeah, I'm going Chargers. Right. But this is the first disagreement we've had tonight. I feel like I also had to because I was thinking in the mind of Chris, I'm like, he's either going to go Chargers or Steelers, but he's going to go Chargers. He's going to go Steelers. Oh, I almost took the Dolphins. A... Dolphins were. I almost took the Dolphins in this one too. I think, but Tua's always hurt. That's my problem. Like, Tua's yeah. always hurt. Like, what? And that's what I thought about. It's like you're going to say Tua's always hurt, and you're not going to take the Dolphins for that reason. But then I know your opinion about the Chargers, and I was like, he's not going to pick the Chargers. I like, I like the Chargers, but Brandon Silly annoys me. <laughs> he just does. That's that. That's the part of the Chargers that I know you don't like. So I was like, hmm, Chris is going to do Chris things. Yep. Chris, so, Chris things. All right, man. Chris was going to Chris. Yeah. Uh, that was a haters going to hate thing. It didn't work. Yeah. M- move on. All right. So now we go to the AFC, which is the superior football league this season. As we all know, that conference is loaded. I think we, of the playoff teams we need, I think five, at least five will have 10 wins or more, possibly six teams will have 10 wins or more. Now let's contrast with that with the NFC, which is a whole bunch of poop. Lumped together. They start with the North, where we yeah. have no idea what's going to happen. Tom, yeah. uh, do you want to take the North so we can uh, spend some time? Just talk about our Bears, maybe a little bit. Talk about. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm pe- I'm taking the Bears because no, because I like to live dangerously. Um, no, no way. I <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'm gonna. I'm going to say the Lions all right, all right. simply because I think last year's 13 win Vikings was a fluke. Oh, I think they, um, they, they still had a negative point differential. Yes, they did. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that they were like, yeah, they got 13 wins, but and got stopped when they by the lost, Giants they, when they lost, they got absolutely throttled. Yeah. So, I mean, I th- this division is just terrible. So it's it, I'm taking the shiniest of the four turns, and I'm gonna go with the the loins. All right. So as everyone knows, I had an epic rant last year about how Peter King was doing every drug imaginable when he said the Lions were gonna win eight seven games last year, or actually said they're gonna be a playoff team. I I I said that. I I was right, and they didn't make the playoffs. But I was dead wrong when they won more than five games. So I will admit when I say something crazy. And I'll admit when I say something good, just to keep the record straight. With that All being right, said, I'm taking the Lions to win the division <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I was wrong last year. I'm not going to be an idiot and just double down stupid. And they look like the best team in the division. They'll probably win 10 games. Like you said about the Vikings, they went 11-0 and in one-score games. You have to come back down to normalcy this season and either right. not play that many one-score games or lose one-score games. So, that's why I know in Minnesota and Green Bay has Jordan Love at quarterback. I don't know if he's any good. And the Bears have O-line problems. Again, this ended injury, so I can't take the Bears. And I just don't think the Bears have talent right now. They're still developing. So 
The Lions, like you said, were the shiniest of the four turds, but I don't think they're that much of a turd. I think they actually have a good team. So I think it's actually a the, – the one team I think is good, another team who might be good, and two teams I got I, – Shrug Emoji, so I'll go to the Lions. All right. Fair enough. Now, we, now we agree that we just agree that the North is not a great division. No. That's what we that, that's what we get is like, you know what, we have to pick a team, so Oh there you go. Oh, you think the North is bad? This next division is worse. NFC oh, South. Oh I know. I know. The South. Yeah. Well, who, who's coming out of the South? I'll take this one. I'm gonna shock you, Tom. I'm taking the Falcons. Please do. I'm taking the Falcons out of the South. The Atlanta Falcons behind Desert Ritter and Arthur Smith are going to take the South. I think that team has something cooking on offense with Roshan Johnson, Kyle Pitts. They have something cooking. I just got a suspicion that they might surprise people. I got a sneaky suspicion on this one. So I'm taking the Falcons to shock people. This is my shock pick, if you couldn't tell. I had to have to throw one in there to get people to think about it. Okay. I don't know where to go. I what's that? You're taking New Orleans, I'm guessing. <laughs> I mean, I know I said the shiniest of four thirds about the North, but like, oof, man, this, this South, is this is worse. The South, there's not even you can't even shine this thing no. up. I like, guess yeah. So as we speak, I'm just kind of like second guessing gotcha. myself <laughs> because. Everything that I've found about the Saints, the Bucks, and the Falcons, no, I, and I, I'm, I'm not even going to mention the Panthers. Like that's just not even worth talking about. But everything that I've seen about those first three teams, there's a whole lot of crud. <laughs> it's it's like they very well could like all three of them could have under 500 seasons. And when and someone has to win the division, and someone has to win the division, so it's like. I'm going to go with the Falcons too. Oh. For what you said. Just, I know that I, I, because if I were to pick another team, I can't tell you exactly why. Derek Carr? Because there's nothing, I mean, Derek Carr, sure. (laughs) Um, In in New Orleans. Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay, you got issues with Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask, but you got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Um, And then, but, in Atlanta, uh, let's see, you got B. John Robinson mm-hmm. and Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter shows potential. He had four starts um, last year, which were, I mean, okay, but he's not really had a chance to prove. So I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say the Falcons because every team has their problems. So let's just go with the team that you want to see a guy do well in his second year with Desmond Ritter. That's yeah. I'm just gonna go that way. It's not it, it, let's just move on. Right. Th- this one's this one sucks. Yeah. All right. So now we're gonna go to another now from two divisions where we're looking for the shines of the turds to a team where we have the reigning defending NFC champions. Also also, we want to be negative. As Cow- if we were Cowboys fans, we would call the Eagles the first losers of the NFL. But we're not going to do that because the Eagles were a good, were a very good football team. So, Tom, who you got in the East? Well, seeing as Jerry Jones just added uh, Wish.com Patrick Mahomes to Dallas, um, I'm going to go Philly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, Eagles. We're good. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Next. That's kind of Next. That that's kind of how that went. That's, that's, uh, yeah, the Giants made the playoffs. I don't know how because they know the NFC is just that bad. And, and then they paid Daniel Jones $40 million a year to play quarterback. Someone, someone shoot me. Right. Uh, and then uh, the, the Cowboys are the Cowboys. Dak Prescott's going to Dak Prescott. Just yeah. All right. And now to the NFC West. Again, do we need to have a debate on this one or can we just say the Niners and move on? <laughs> Be done with it. Not, Niners is fine uh, because they got rid of Trey, Trey Lance. Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, no. Uh, but Brock, because Brock Purdy is Dang. just like we talked about, uh, Pat, uh, not Pat, uh, Aaron Rodgers being a bad man. Brock Purdy is that dude. Oh, yeah. Like he is, uh, yes, recovering from elbow surgery, but he's 100% like, full go. He is, 
he's go, man. Like he and and when they were 100 percent healthy, when they were um, End of the year. fully on their game, like they were, they were just really, really good team. So ramrodding people. I think they they could be. I'm not going to say that they're they're going to be Super Bowl contenders, but they're going to put together a quality team this year. Yep, yep. That's what. Sorry, Joe and I are going back and forth about Cubs prospects right now. So sorry. I saw, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Saw gotcha. a text. Um, yeah. So I think Purdy. I like Purdy. I like the. I, not only do I like the story of mystery relevant to now the number one quarterback on the Niners upsetting the number three pick. Trey Lance, who they trade ever, heaven and earth to get, which is just worst trade of all time. Now it makes like I, like we've talked about. It makes the Mitch Trubisky trade look phenomenal <laughs> in retrospect. Just how, yeah. how bad that trade was, but yeah, the Niners are the most complete team. Uh, they might go to Super Bowl if Brock Purdy doesn't uh, tear uh, tears UCL in like the yeah. second drive of the game against the Eagles. So who knows if that changes the game or not? But that that would have been a lot different ball game. So. NFC wildcard teams. Since I took it, the AFC wildcard teams, Todd, do you want to take these turrets? Oh, <laughs> these turrets. I mean, so we can pretty much ignore the NFC South. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. You're not going to get a wild card out of that. We're basically, like, if we could have just nobody from that division go to the playoffs, we I'm sure or, we, we, we could have it that way if we, if we really wanted to. Oh, yeah. um, I'm going to take Minnesota Okay. for one of them. Uh, because if they um, string a few together, and I, 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 they had a good, a good year last year. We were thinking it's a fluke, but if they um, play even, kind of fluctuating within a few percentages of that level that they were playing last year, um, I think that they'll put together just enough to squeak in. Yep. Um, but I, that still, that was kind of the reason, like I was going back and forth between the lions and the Vikings, um, for the North. I, I don't, I I'm just looking at the rest of the NFC and I think that of anybody else, they would have the best shot to take one of those wild card Mm -hmm. spots from, well, the South is no competition, so I think that opens a door yep. for for the Vikings. So I think it's going to be a, a, a tight race in the North between the Lions and the Vikings. Mm-hmm. The other one is going to take um, the wild card. Um, I'm going to go with the. Oh. You're, you're pulling these out. I I am because I have three ten and seven teams in my mind for two spots. I've got, I've got the Cowboys, the Giants and the Seahawks. Oh, right. Right. That I'm, that I'm like, (sighs) I don't think three teams out of the East are going to make the playoffs with two of them being wildcard positions. Cause I also, also think they're going to beat each other up throughout the season. But saying the Seahawks is also a, a, a tough one. So, I don't know, man. Um, so yeah, Vikings, Cowboys, and then the last spot is Vikings, Cowboys, and let's take let's say the Seahawks because they were a surprise team last year. I think they could be a surprise again this year. Um, they they added a couple of guys to the team that a couple of weapons that could make them um, good on offense. They added a couple of. Um, or that they have a couple of good corners on defense with Devin Weatherspoon and Tariq Woolen. I think that they are maybe the best duo. Like there's there's better um, secondary players in the league, but I think at least in the NFC that those two are they're, they're just so locked down together that they're maybe the best pair on a team. Right. So I'd say maybe from from that aspect of actually having a good lockdown secondary and returning enough guys to put together a similar producing team as last year, I'm, I'm going to take the Seahawks. That all right? So those last two, no particular order, but um, Cowboys, Seahawks are my my last two, and then Vikings. 
um, I would I would say are, are in in there as well. So all right. So I'm going to agree with you on the Vikings and Cowboys again. Vikings probably make the playoffs because they're probably going to be a ten win team, even if they regress in their one one the what their one score games are still a ten win team on paper. I think right. Cowboys again have enough talent to win ten games, make the playoffs. Again, the NFC is just so weak that the Cowboys look like a very good team that's just going to miss the playoffs. And um, I'm going to deviate from the Seahawks. I thought about them, but I'm going to take another team that I was talking about is the LA Rams because Stafford's healthy, mm. Cooper Cup's he- healthy, Aaron Donald's healthy. Now, if they get to the season healthy, maybe the Rams steal that wild card spot back from the Seahawks. You know what? Yeah. So that's my thought process. Like maybe the Rams just sneak in there because now no one's talking about them and they just steal one from the Seahawks who. This is a great story, but maybe the Rams just say, yeah, about that. We were hurt last year. Let's get you guys back down to earth now. So Yeah, I, I, I think you you could be on to something there. And I didn't think about the Rams um, just – but, I mean, there really was kind of a, a bit of a – Oh, a crater. After, um, after the Super Bowl, so – that was kind of what was sticking out in my mind, but you could be onto something there. So, um, I mean, we kind of do agree on the Vikings and the Cowboys, but yeah, Rams could be in that, that mix for sure. So gotcha. All right. So now we're giving you guys the breakdown of the NFC predictions, which are sure to be wrong because oh, 100%. usually we get a few things, right? You should be the chiefs, right? You should be get the Niners, right? Unless the Niners, like the one year we picked Niners and everyone got hurt. Like we were wrong on that one, but no one could expect like their whole team to get hurt. That was a shock. So now let's go to our way too early Super Bowl prediction where we get the whole thing wrong. And do you want me to go first or do you want to go first for the Super Bowl prediction? Let's – I'll go first because yours is probably going to be a better pick. Um, I've been dead wrong this last last four or three years, so – None of us have been right. All right. <laughs> out of the NFC. NFC. All right. What do you got? I'm going to take Philly. All right. I think they're just the most solid team returning from last year that had a lot of success, played at the highest level of the NFC. Um, and, and they're returning to, the, oh, I'd say, a weaker division or a weaker um weaker league. So I think Philly is just going to run away with the NFC. And, you know, the same three teams are a part of the conversation every year with the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals, at least recent Bengals. I'm as much as like, this is kind of goes back to that whole, like, you don't, the team you love to hate, it was the Patriots. It was the, it was USC in, in college football. It was, uh, it's Alabama, but I'm like the Chiefs. I, I got, I got. I'm gonna go the Chiefs. It, it kind of does pain me because I'm just like, you want to see someone else. I want to see the Bills, mm-hmm. but I think realistically the Chiefs are gonna edge them out again. All right, so I'll start with the AFC because I agree with you on the Chiefs. I've not picked the Chiefs any of the last couple of seasons because I picked the Bills last two years. I said the Bills. I just want to see Josh Allen go. I think they have the talent to do it, and they just. I don't know if it's Josh Allen doesn't have the mental fortitude to, to to handle the playoff move against Patrick Mahomes, but that just seems to be the case right now because Mahomes has knocked him out of the playoffs twice in a row, and I'm going with the Patriots mentality of until someone tells me that someone can beat the Chiefs consistently, I'm going with the Chiefs, and that's that. Um, the only te- two courts to beat Mahomes are Brady and Burrow in the playoffs. He's been beat by two guys above Tom Brady and, Mo- and Burrow. That's it. So unless unless Joe Burrow has magic sauce to do it again, I don't see any evidence that's not going to be the Chiefs. I don't care who's at wide receiver at this point. I'm giving the Chiefs. And in the NFC, this is where I'm going to say Brock Purdy doesn't tear his UCL and they, uh, and they take out the Eagles in the NFC title Ooh. game. I think it's going to be a – uh, NFC matchup again. It'll be Eagles Niners in the NFC title game because those are two best teams in that in that the comments bar none. And Niners this time flipped the script with a healthy Brock Purdy, and they just they and they write the wrong in their minds of yeah you beat us but we had no quarterback come at us this time with Brock Purdy he doesn't get torn UCL we beat you guys 
and vindicates the Niners. Now, who's going to win Super Bowl? I'm not going to make that prediction, although I might just say Chiefs just because there's a good chance I'm right. But I think Chiefs-Niners is what I'm seeing is going to happen in the Super Bowl this year. Unlike the pick two, it's bold. It's bold, man. So, um, all right. And as usual, we will be wrong. So uh, be ready for that. Of course, you repeat the Chiefs, not the Chiefs. <laughs> of course, that's what's right. Gonna I mean, we picked the Chiefs, and then this is going to be the Bills this year. Yeah, like, that's, that's really what we're doing is we are speaking Josh Allen's Super Bowl uh, um, into existence. Into existence, yeah. Because if he makes it there, if he makes it to the Super Bowl, yeah. he's not stopping. He's going to win that thing. Uh, but what really he's been waiting for is this podcast to predict someone else oh. to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, you guys, quit picking us. Hey, you guys, you keep picking me. That's too much pressure yeah, for I mean, five people to listen no, to. I mean, the, <laughs> I mean, the, the media, uh, uh, the media, including ourselves, have been yelling the Bills are going to win the AFC. The Bills are going to win the AFC for the last two seasons. Now, no one's picking the Bills. No one's saying. Everyone's saying it's going to be the, the pressure's team. off. Everyone's it's going to be the Chiefs, or and some people are saying the Jets. Like I don't know, they just can't get by the Chiefs. But everyone's like, it's going to be the Chiefs. Or it's going to be the Bengals because Joe Burrow tends to beat is the only guy who can beat Mahomes at this point. So maybe no pressure. The Bills just go on a run and they just finally live up to expectations. And NFC, everyone's kind of in the same boat. Eagles, Niners. It's kind of one of those two teams. Like no one else mm-hmm. believes it's going to be anyone else. So right. I think we're on to something, but we'll see what happens. And you're listening, all of you, probably the fives and fives of you listening to our videos and really on the NFL and the MLB playing to your the five. <laughs> I had to get you there. <laughs> broke them. Oh, <laughs> you broke me. That was that was the end of it. That's the end of me tonight. I have no more brain cells left. Um, we are going to take a uh, a week off because next week. We've got the combination of Labor Day, month end, and my son's birthday. So we're going to take the week off, and we will come back uh, the week of – probably the week of September 11th. Um, Mm -hmm. So that uh, is is something for you to look forward to. You have two weeks to catch up on all the episodes that you five people have not been listening (laughs) to. I'm I'm kidding. I'm I'm calling out no one at this point. Um, but uh, keep an eye out for the next episode when it goes live and continue to uh, interact with us on Facebook when I share the things that I find funny throughout the day and in between meetings. Um, So until you see that next episode, give us a like, give us a, a listen on all that other stuff, the older stuff, catch up. But as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and above all, stay free. Sports and more with Chris and Tom is brought to you by no one. All non-original thoughts and ideas were properly noted during each segment.